Appreciate everybody for jumping in and tuning in for this episode from yours truly, Law Nation Sports, coming to you live and correct with the direct information that rules the nation, baby. Cowboys versus Jags, Tyron Smith, an option at right tackle, plus more, more and more. More and more. Come on. The name is Law Nation. Be sure to hit that like button, share this content, let a friend or a neighbor know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboys Sports Talk and beyond. Shout out to my dogs. Let's go. Snake. Come on. Ain't no party like a cowboy party, yeah. Let's grind, let's go. As the room fill up, be sure, be sure. You hit that like. Don't be stilling over here, watching without hitting that like. Five. Four. Three, two, one, let's go. Yep. Come on. <clears throat> Woo! Come on. What's up? Shout out to you, Daryl. Shout out to you, Eric. Shout out to you, Clifton Burnett. Shout out to you, Special Cake. What's up, y'all? What's good? This episode can also be found on Apple Podcasts. Appreciate you guys so much under the name Law Nation Sports as we continue to grind, to shine. Um, I, I hope that you guys are having a nice and beautiful and wonderful Friday. We got a couple, well, we got this day and then the next day. And then we got football, baby. We got 12 o'clock football. And I can't wait, man, to see some good old football, some classic football. My brother, he hit me up last night and earlier this morning to uh, let me know that the Niners are coming. And he wanted to uh, celebrate his 49ers victory and everything and them going uh, into another playoff berth. Birth. So y'all check out the Niners uh, page, the Twin Empire page, and and se- help him celebrate. But in order to do that, you know, <laughs> I would rather pour alcohol in the eyeballs. You know what I mean? <laughs> but shout out to my brother's team, man, the Twin maker the twin empire and all that he do for the community because he's one of my biggest bigger supporters too and it is what it is but neither here nor there let's talk about our beloved team the dallas cowboys right and here's the thing we're 10 and 3 not 3 and 10 uh we got some situations as it relates to this tackle spot tyron smith he's supposed to be playing but this will be an old spot that he used to be in, and that would be at the right tackle, supposedly, right? And they say he's ambidextrous, meaning that he can play on the left side and the right side. You know, swing tackle Tyron Smith, right? So I'm thinking that they're going to roll out this plan, 
Tyler Smith at left tackle, Connor McGovern at left guard, Tyler Biotis at center, Zach Maud at right guard. And then, of course, you're going to have Tyron Smith at that right tackle. So do you guys feel that? Are you guys feeling that at all? Let me know in the chat. Now, my thing is, if you present your best five, as long as you present it and you get Josh Ball up out of the picture, it's a beautiful canvas, right? Round of a round of applause if you think that that's right. You know what I mean? Because I don't think we want to experiment with four games left in the regular season to see whether or not Josh Ball can stand tall and not fall, right? Bars, baby. So I don't think that that's the plan. I think that what they see out of Jason Peters is a solid, solid tackle, right? He's your swing guard and swing tackle at this point. But what they really see out of Jason Peters is a war of attrition. I think that Jason Peters... He's long in the tooth. He can give you good short to intermediate impact, but for a long stay for 60 plays or more, he 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 declines and dissipates. That could be just for me looking at his, his mechanics and his footworks and things like that. I could be wrong. He could be hoodwinking all of us, y'all. <laughs> he could be. Uh, P, shout out to you. Uh, he says, is T.Y. getting the playbook? I believe so. And uh, T.Y. is a guy that, that I'm not worried about. But back to this uh, offensive line for your mind, I think that that's the situation, y'all. I, I really do. I really do uh, think that the war of fatigue and, and attrition is the thing. All right, before we go in further into this and play this audio, I just want people to know that one of the better ways to support the nation is via... Sponsorships, baby. Sutton Digital Marketing. Go to SuttonDM.com, and that number is 866-508-4169. You want to be ranked top of Google search engines? Well, and keywords and things like that, check them out. Sutton Digital Marketing, they will handle everything of all of your needs from A to Z, especially as it relates to digital marketing. You need a team of people. I tell people all the time, you can go far by yourself, right? But you can go farther with someone else. And the old folks say you can go far and fast by yourself, but you can go super further with someone else, meaning that you need someone to help you out down the stretch. Why not get you a team of people? If you are in the mindsets of having your own business, go get a marketing team and Sutton digital marketing will help you out. <laughs> not in a short way, but in a long way. So check them out. Hit that number up 866-508-4169 for your mind. And then, just tell them law sent me, you know, and uh, they would take real good care of you. They are ranked top on Google search as well as five stars with yeps. So y'all check them out, man, the best way possible. And with that being said, let's listen to some of this audio. Reese Cheeks and was it Bobby Jones? So that, that was a great team. Doug Collins. So. Oh, yeah. 
Exactly. Excellent, excellent, excellent basketball team. Mike McCarthy on the Diamond Factory hotline here on Sean and RJ 105.3 The Fan. Coach, how are you looking at Jacksonville? How, how have they played uh, so much better? What are you seeing from them on tape as of late, uh, making this uh, a pretty highly anticipated game? I mean, it's a talented roster. I mean, we, you know, we knew that going in, and I, I just think if you just watch them play the last, you know, the last four or five weeks, you know, I, I think it's it's clearly come together for them, and I, I think it speaks volumes of, you know, Doug Peterson and his staff. Uh, you know, I, I think you always look for that in the in the coach's first year. You know, there's always a, a moment where you feel like you have to turn the corner and and get it the way you want it, and uh, I think they're definitely in that mode right now. So, um, just just really good tape. Um, you know. Excellent perimeter group on offense. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence is playing his best football of the year, and they're playing with a lot of confidence. Uh, defense, it's a challenging defense, and you know, you'll see some carryover to what we've been seeing as far as with the quarters coverage and vision defense, and, and, and frankly, it'll be that like at the next couple of weeks. So, he said the next couple of weeks, man. Uh, yeah, zone defenses as well as if it's been giving Dak Prescott some fits, y'all, you know, um, trying to go through his progressions and the concepts of, of how our wide receiver run routes. You know, this this is not a, 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 a well-precise, in my opinion, attack type of mode of offense to take away cover threes or cover twos or what have you, or even quarters. Uh, the best way, the best ingredients with this team you got to run the ball, get them out of those looks, especially quarters and cover twos, and get get them to to get out of it. That's the only way I can say that. Uh, this team, and, and I get it, you know, people going to look at the quarterback and say, well, hey, he got to overcome all of that. But I'm looking at this offensive coordinator. This is not a pre-built or embedded excuse. Shout out to Kurt Warner. He did a film analysis on that, you know. Uh, he was showing the inconsistencies of the uh, the play design to attack with a scheme for the situation and scenario. And he gave some points of where Dak should have went with his read. And although I, I would tell people this all the time, those that's convinced against their will will be of the same opinion still. Right? So Kurt Warner, when he did his film analysis on it, right, He's supposed to be able to speak truth to power, meaning that he don't have to explain the reason why red is red or blue is blue and green is green. So that let me know where he was coming from, that basically there's truth in what people were saying. Right? There's truth in what people were saying when he had to give a five to six minute video monologue of him talking about, well, I don't. I don't hate Dak Prescott, that I just want to be able to help elevate Dak Prescott. Well, that's bull sugar because you are a guy that got the gold jacket, that been to multiple Super Bowls, by the way. Why do you have to explain yourself on giving constructive criticism of said quarterback if it's already true? I shouldn't have to pull out a calculator to say what's two plus two, ladies and gentlemen. Right. That is the reality of it. But if I have to explain it to everyone in a sense, maybe I'm a little froggy about my analysis. Right. So his analysis should be I'm standing tall on what I'm saying. And these are the evidence. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on. Simply because 
because you don't have evidence that something does exist does not mean that you have evidence that something doesn't exist. And people got to contextualize this before I go a little further into this. Just because a person played on the high levels, got them multiple championships or been to one, doesn't mean that that's straight up validations or credence that they know it all. Case in point law, do you have any examples to it? How was Michael Jordan as a general manager or coach? You know, <laughs> how was he? You know, let me know. Was he exhibiting the same type of influences that he had when he was out there on the court? Right? So, look, we got to contextualize everything. On one of the plays that the Kurt Warner broke down, that even me, I didn't play in the National Football League, but I can tell you, you, the, the quarterback, he's the quarterback. You read high to low. He said on a play, you read the linebacker to the, to the safety. I said, all right, good. Read that linebacker coming out of a play action. It's going to be pick city. You better read high to low. You got to still stick to your principles. But, hey, I'm a defensive guy. You know, maybe that's what he was thinking from an analysis from a, from a quarterback. But you better still read from high to low. That's what I'm going to say. On a cover two, he had the guy running in the sinkhole and said, hey, that's where you got to hit. But you got to understand the linebacker got to commit after the play action. You can't come out of the play action and immediately hit into the sink on a cover two. Everybody knows that. Come on, Kurt Warner. And on another play, you had two drags, right? Two drags on the left, left side of the field. And it was a curl route. And he said that Dak Prescott should have went to the curl. Excuse me. I want y'all to zoom in. That was 83. 83, number 83, James Washington. Let me know how he looked when he went to James Washington earlier in that series, y'all. He still haven't developed a level of trust to trust James Washington went on that route. That's what I'm saying. So that's why he went through his progressions and he went for his target, Dalton Schultz. But, you know, we ain't going to go into uh, more and more detail, Stephen. Uh, Jordan, Jordan says, uh, Magic Johnson sucked as a coach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sam says, Ronda, run all day on quarters. Yeah, we got a super chat, man. Appreciate you, Coach Ma. Appreciate you. I'm going to give you a, a buzz before I even read it, man. I appreciate you so much for your support. Law, what do you get with a pass-happy offensive coordinator? A poor pass route concept that equals tr trouble, right? It also equals inconsistency. What we can't do, ladies and gentlemen, is point out the inconsistencies with the quarterback and not point out the inconsistencies with the offensive coordinator. And we can't do this, point out the inconsistencies with the coordinator and not point out the inconsistencies with the quarterback inconsistency will cause more inconsistency. That's just how it goes. And on top of that, look, I, I've been in sales before, right? And when you have a quota based system, philosophies are thrown out the window. It don't matter. Just hit your quota. Did you hit every door, every floor? Door-to-door -door salesman, and you go to a sky-rise building, every door, every floor. Hey, you know, I'm law. How can I help you? 
Do you know your carbon footprint? Or when I was at Comcast, thank you for calling Comcast. My name is Law. How can I help you? Can I can I assist you? Didn't care what the other person was on the other side needed. I don't care if she's 90 years old. That's the system. Sell it. Don't care about it. Did you hit your quota? Did you get the sale? She's 90 years old. Why does she need high-speed internet? She can barely turn on the TV. But they don't care. Did you hit your quota? Did you get the sale? You see? And that is the philosophy that the Cowboys got with this run game. Did you hit your quota? Not running with a purpose. Not running with the influences, right? <laughs> Shout out to you, Terrence. ABC, always be closing. Yeah, boy, he sound like you've been in sales. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's to a degree that the only person with the problem with this, the fish rots from the head down, right? So from the head, whoever you put on in place of the leadership should be the one that's in question, right? The people that are giving the power to the coaching staff. That's why I said as above, so below. So those are things that we are seeing in a natural state as we talking to this day, that if Mike McCarthy can't figure out these inconsistencies, then unfortunately it will fall on the head of Mike McCarthy. The win-loss column as a head coach goes to him, not the coordinators, not the defensive coordinator, not the offensive coordinator. So that's why heavy is the crown. Uh, Mary Lawn says, happy Friday, Law. Let's get this dub, baby. Let's go. Really good football team. So um, that definitely, uh, you know, I think a much better than than their record. What have you noticed from from Trevor Lawrence in the last couple of weeks that he that he maybe wasn't doing in in his first year and in the first part of this year? Well, I think the biggest thing with Trevor, you know, he's a, he's a dull threat, and um, you know, and and that's that's always a challenge for you know defensively when you, you first get into game planning. So you know, you, you look at him, and and I just go back to his college days. I, I just I was just so impressed with you know you got a quarterback at six six and and still his ability to to run all the you know the read option and things like that so that still carries over and you can see that especially in situational offense uh, you know it's it, that that's you know that's the challenge we need to defeat on Sunday but uh, just throwing the ball with a lot of confidence and you know and, and just the way their perimeter players are lined up you can you know when you when you go from Jones and Kirk to the other Jones I mean it's you know, you got, you got the vertical, you got the option runner. And so, you know, they do a nice job of conceptually, you know, getting the ball to their perimeter guys. You know, I mean, and, you know, I want to say, uh, you know, this past week on Ingram, I think, had uh, 15 targets, you know. So yeah. you see that production from the tight end position also. I mean, because when you look at the stats, I think, you know, two receivers are in the 60s, Ingram's in the 50s. So they're spreading the ball around a lot. So I mean, think in, in, as an offense, we all want to play that way. And uh, that's a huge credit goes to Trevor and his ability to, to spread the ball around. Yeah, it's all about peaking at the right time, right? Um, I think that. Uh, we, we got cases and scenarios like this, right? Whereas Geno Smith, right, for the Seattle Seahawks, he peaked about three weeks ago. Now look at him. You know, uh, that that team is, is on a downward spiral. Now all of a sudden we can see with our natural eyes that the Niners, they're peaking. They haven't peaked. They're peaking. The defense flying around doing their thing. And we can see variations of this same type of peaking 
with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, right? They've been in most of their games, and they have a, a new coach there, but he's been around the block for a minute. And they the players are buying in, buying in to what he's selling. And my thing is, uh, the, my, my only thing is with Doug, Doug, Doug P., Coach Doug P., is he a crafty type of coach? Because I remember his first year with the Eagles, we all laughed and scoffed at the man. We was like, look at those Eagles, man. And then the next year, they were lifting up a Lombardi trophy. And I'm sitting there like, how? How? You know? But what happened, he facilitated and, 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 and actually introduced a plan, a precise, measured plan. And the players bought into his particular plan. Now, is it situation whereas the Jaguars are buying into that said plan earlier than later? We'll find out, right? But this is just what it is. This is football. You should always try to better your best, Cowboy Nation. And we got to give all what we have, including the kitchen table and sink, at these Jags. We can't, we can't be sitting around here saying that this is a situation that we already accomplished. Mm-mm. Show no mercy. Coach, how different is it preparing for, like, an uncommon opponent, like a team that you don't play, you know, very often? Is that is there a lot of difference in the in terms of, like, the week of preparation? Oh, definitely. I mean, personally, I think it's a pain in the ass in December. You know, we got two to last four. Oh, sorry about that, but I mean, it's yeah, just, we're good. It's, it's not, you know, I, you know, you're you're usually playing division games and conference games this time of year. Um, just you know, since the new format, the last you know, six eight years ago, they they put this in. So to have the two common uncommon opponents, and you know, and, and then the you know three games on the road on you know and you, on grass, all those things. So uh, that's that's part of the challenge, and and I think anytime you can, you know, increase the challenges for your football team, especially in December, I, I think it just it makes for a better, well-oiled team going into the playoffs. Yeah. Mike McCarthy here on 105 through the fan. How confident are you in Tyron Smith wiping with his left? <laughs> <laughs> that's God, your that's it, your point. That's your point. <laughs> that's your point. You said it. Oh my God! You got to be believable first. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh there. That's rude. That was rude of me. Uh, <laughs> well. As far as the offensive line, I think the most important thing is, you know, uh, as I stated earlier in the week, you know, we really got to play, you know, play, play, this, especially this week to, to our, to our practice reps and the rotation that we've been working. I mean, we've been preparing, you know, for Tyron to come back, but obviously we didn't anticipate Terrence's, um, his injury. So, yeah. you know, I'm going to say yesterday, you know, after going back through it, I think we had five different combinations uh, with wow. our offensive line. So, Woo! Um, you like to line up with five and, and go, but that, that's just that's just not where we are right now. So um, you'll, you'll see different combinations throughout the game. What does this say about Tyron's willingness? We got a future Hall of Fame stud, a no doubt Hall of Fame uh, specimen out there that he's willing to even go play that side for the first time since his rookie year. Man, let me ask you that question. There. You know, uh, I think that's very noble of Tyron. I think that we have to have patience with Tyron. I think that everybody got to understand that this man is coming back, meat falling off the bone with his hammy, right? And now it's been surgically reattached, and there will be a few, ah, what was that moments? But you got to get it out, right? 
And this would be the game that I'm not saying that we have to sacrifice, but we have to be well thought out and well planned for it. Meaning that this would be the good game, a good measure against a team that's going to play cover two, drop quarters, what have you, defense, to run the ball. <laughs> this would be a good game to say, all right, regardless, we got to start working on our formula. The 10 wins that we had, it was like this. So these type of moments, we got to elevate the things that we did great at and minimize the things that we did poorly at. And this would be a good game on the road, 12 o'clock, to express that, right? To start running the ball, to open up the pass. Let's not force passes into triple coverage. Let's not squeeze down and, and, and do crazy things on our side of the field. And let's run behind these big boys. Tyron Smith and Zach Martin on the same side. Tyler Smith and uh, Connor McGovern, right? Or when you insert Jason Peters, right? It's time to do that. Because the Jaguars are looking at it like this, y'all. They got to win every game to get in. They're five and eight. They, they must win. They're going to play through the echoes of the whistle. They're going to go for their own side. They're going to uh, look if, if Doug Pay, the coach over there, he's looking at the Cowboys as his direct enemy. Cowboys, one of the reasons why he's fired, right? He got to be looking at that thing like, no, I'm going to make sure, forget the butter knife trying to shank him. Where's the machete? Go give me that handgun too, by the way. you know. So that's what he's going to try to do. Their job is to embarrass the Cowboys. The Cowboys' job is to not to make that happen or allow that. I mean, just the biggest thing here is, you know, like, just focusing on the five combinations. I mean, Ty, Tyron's, you know, an ultimate team guy. I mean, he's, you know, I, I you know, he, he's, you know, he, he doesn't say a whole lot, but when he speaks, you know, he's like, yeah, fuck, no, you're probably too young to remember that commercial. No, just the Commodores. Just, the Commodores, too. Okay. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to – I'll never hear the end of that. <laughs> but, no, I mean, you know, Tyron just wants to win. I mean, he's at that point in his career, and he's all about winning. Coach, we we've talked about this uh, this week a little bit. You know, Micah had his comments about the Eagles and, mm. and Jalen Hurts, and is it going to be bulletin board material? Let me see what he's going to say. Do you think bulletin board material is a real thing, or is it is it kind of overrated? Oh, like, y'all heard that he gave us. Hold on, what? Let, let me rewind just a little. Bit. This week a little bit. You What's know, it? Micah had his comments about the Eagles and and Jalen Hurts, and is it going to be bulletin board material? Do, do you think bulletin board material? Y'all heard that. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Coach, sometimes you, you you give it away some things without giving it away. All right, so he, here's my thoughts on that. And should Michael Parson hush? Should he hush? Should he continue to talk? I just want people to be themselves, right? If if that's his game, then that's his game. Let him learn. Look, put it like this. People want people to be average, and, 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 and then they want greatness out of people that's average. No. 
Parsons is built that way because he is just built that way. I don't want to change him. Let him be him. Let him be who he is. That may be how he get his powers, what have you, right? But the moment he start to act differently, right, then things things may change out of him. So I want him to, to, to speak his mind. I want him to lead with tenacity, to put it all in the middle of the table. I don't want him to be this person to grow up too fast. Time, time will be his best medicine, experiences. Uh, old folks say this, <laughs> no sense like bald sense, right? I mean, he's going to learn. He's going to take his lumps. Let him be him. This is second year, right? You know, there's the old illustration way back in the day, the old bull to the young bull. Young bull saw all of the young lady bulls down there at the bottom of the field. And he said, let's run down there and, you know, do a little to all of them. And the old, do a little to one of them, right? And the old bull said, no, let's walk down there and do all of them, right? So I'm just trying to give you guys that story in the PG-13 matter, but you guys get what I'm saying, right? for the old heads that's out there. Let Parsons be that young bull for right now, right? Let him be that. He's going to get his growing pains in, in, in life. <laughs> he's still an animal out there. And he's got the lion mentality. You know, he, you don't have to, to, uh, to say, hey, man, that lion right there, he's a tame one. No, that's a wild lion. The king of the jungle. And news flashes, no lions in the jungle. They're in the Serengeti. But they got that mindset that, hey, they're not backing down from no one. I seen a I seen an elephant beat the mess out of a lion on one of those animal shows, right? But the lion was determined. He was hungry. <laughs> well, I just hope that 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 Jaguars and whoever we play down the line is not the elephant, right? <laughs> let him, let him roar. You know, I don't see nothing wrong with what he's doing. He's young. All right, Cowboy Nation, Cowboy Nation, where or how can I stream the game Sunday? It's not showing right now. Oh my God. Hopefully it changed before Sunday. DC for life, man. Uh, you see, you already prepared. See, see, he's prepared. It's better. It's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have the opportunity and not be prepared. So that's what he's doing. He's preparing himself. Uh, DC for life. Hit me up on Twitter. I got a website that you can go to now. Now you may have to control out, delete a lot of things, but. I'm going to tell you, the website works, but, you know, just hit me up on Twitter, man, and I'm going to send you that link to that website. And you just got to have some good Wi-Fi, too, though. You know, I can't say it over the airways there, but uh, – or, or go to Sunday Ticket, man. Go ahead and purchase that money, man, to get that Sunday Ticket. All right, let's, let's listen to more of – the uh, information here. A real thing, or is it is it kind of overrated? Like, teams are going to play hard anyway. Well, I, you know, both teams are going to play hard Sunday, and, and you know, not to jump ahead next week, but I'm sure, you know, it's we all know what's going into that game. So yeah, right. I, I don't, 
you know, I'm not a fan of it. You know, I'm I, I'm I'm into you know regulation of emotion and uh, you know in your resources. So if you know it's this is such a difficult uh, profession and just the competitiveness each and every week, and it's real. It's real. Uh, to, to waste any time on anything outside of winning is a waste of time. So um, yeah, I. I, I, I think we can all just, you know, focus as best we can and, and keep it about beating the Jaguars. So, but yeah, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of it. What are your initial impressions of T.Y.? Uh, everyone seems to be right. So, so uh, I love the way uh, Coach Mike McCarthy danced around that, right? He danced around that. And, oh, we got some, uh, okay, let me see if I can do this right quick. Uh, bam, bam, bam. I hate this so much, man. <laughs> Let me do this right quick. Uh, boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. No doubt. Let's pull up my Twitter page. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. All right. According to John Michaud, I think that uh, my guy's live somewhere. Uh, Jerry Jones said on 105.3 to fan that the discussions of Odell Beckham Jr. are very alive. We're just working through the things that are important to the future here. He is not letting it go. He's already standing. Okay. Look, I, I feel what Jerry is trying to do here. And this is my thought, too. Uh, a lot of people try to hit me up and say, Lord, delete your whole page, man, on Facebook, uh, blah, 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 because they were in their feelings about their boy Skip Bayless, right? What Skip knows is this right here. Uh, well, let me get to this right. What Skip Bayless knows is this much right here, that the information is already leaked and he get in front of it. It's called embellishing, right? He would like to embellish the truth or give you half-truths to say that he's right. And that is far from the truth. Ain't nobody talking to Skip Bayless, right? So when you get a, a, a whisper of Cowboys information, what a lot of people do is they use this thing called before cap, before cap was a word, it, it was this word called clout. Right. Doing things for clout. Hey, doing things for clout. Right. So before cap, there were, there was clout. Right. You can take half troops and say, hey, I was the first. I was Ray J to that moment. Right. I hit this news upon the information of everyone. And it appears that they are right because they own a national syndicate show or national TV. And that is what. That is what. The information from Skip Bayless was. And I'm not taking any jabs at the old man. You know, he's successful in his own way. And success also is relative, y'all. You know, there's some people right now that are successful. That, that, that's making $10 an hour, right? $13 an hour. Some people are unsuccessful making $90 an hour. Let that sink in. That's just how the world works. Success is relative, y'all. So uh, when, when he made that statement, he, he, he had a hunch like, hey, this is what's going on. He, he had a, a, a person that pretty much next to him by the name of Shay Sharp that they are trying to sell the views and they play off one of another. Right. 
and say sharp, he's a better man to, than me, right? <laughs> because just the other day, Shay Sharp versus Skip Bayless, he literally skipped and turned Shay Sharp into Holiday Heart. He was like, Holiday Heart, how dare you? How dare you? Y'all go watch Holiday Heart, you know? <laughs> he turned literally Shay Sharp into Holiday Heart, you know? You know what? I'm going to do a side-by-side -side of Holiday Heart. It's a movie that came out many a moons ago. And Shay Sharp was like, how dare you? How dare you put Tom Brady over me? You know, it's crazy. <laughs> no, nah, not Ray J. Law. <laughs> Raving about his character. Uh, he seems to be an ultimate team guy. What What are your initial impressions so far of Hilton? Hilton, oh, I mean, team I don't know how you can't be impressed with him. I mean, just from his arrival and, you know, he, I love his personality and disposition as far as, you know, his approach and uh, has spent, you know, he, he's exactly what you, you'd want someone to do. He comes in and spends... He's here around the clock, you know, learning the, the language, you know, just getting an understanding of the particulars of each route. You know, conceptually, he's obviously played so much football, so the conceptual part, you know, for him was was, was probably the easiest, the recognition of it. Uh, but just making sure that, you know, you got to get the routes, you know, the time clocks. And, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, and when you look at the way he does run routes, I mean, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's so natural getting in and out of his breaks. And, you know, his, his body language is easy to read and, you know, we just we just need time. You know, we just need time with him and the quarterbacks. Has is is his speed still there? Is he is he got a lot oh, yeah. left? No, oh, yeah, no, he can go. Yeah, he can, he can. And boy, he just can really drop his weight and and separate. So Sick. yeah, no, he's yeah. he. I, I, I've been impressed with him physically, Coach. Last week, hey man, you know he he's thirty three. Man, they're, they're acting like the man forty three. You know, he's 33 years of age, man. He's still a young guy, you know, very young. And, um, I, boy, I remember when I was 33, right? And I think I was still going to run a little bit, you know. But it is what it is. This dude been playing in the National Football League, and he played last year. He just took time away to be with his kids, and that's a noble thing. And if anybody get mad at that, man, it's just a shame upon y'all, you know. <laughs> Shame. Shame. <laughs> I'm dead. Derek Harris says holiday haunt. <laughs> I mean, I know you know. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Derek Harris, you know what I'm talking about. You know what scene I'm talking about, right, Derek? <laughs> <laughs> when she had to choose the pimp over Holiday Heart, and he was like, how dare you pick him over me? You know, <laughs> that girl, I was there for that girl. And, and, and he, was it Van, Van, Van Rines? He played that role too good. <laughs> T.O. still can run a 4-5 at 50. Yeah, God, dog, T.O. 50? Mm-hmm. Week you told us you weren't too concerned about the slower starts. Do you still feel that way uh, after the way the Texans game went? Well, how, how did the start go last week? Uh, Ooh. Mike McCarthy got a little spice to him, right? Oh, my goodness. Uh, it, we did start it. We started that first drive pretty good. So let me see what he's going to say. Uh, well, it was a good first. It was a good first first drive yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's the definition of a start well that's a very good question that's a, no i'm just trying i'm trying i'm trying to i want to give you i'm going to give you a good answer i'm trying to you know i'm a, we're on the same team here okay so, okay yeah. I, I guess 
Yeah, Cowboys, I, I believe. Yeah, Van Rhymes. Yeah, appreciate you, King. Uh, I think that the Cowboys are, are now 14 and 1 when we score first. 14 and 1 under the Mike McCarthy administration in the last two years. Or so it could be 15 and 1. That's a that's a good record, you know. Um, and I think the one came from did we score first on the Packers, right? Did we score first on them boys, right? And I think that's when the one came, right? Uh I think that the Cowboys defense pin their ears back and they get to the quarterback when we are up. It's just that man, think about this, just think about this. Hear me out. And I'm not trying to pin a tail on the donkey, Cavante Turpin. Think about it. The Cowboys literally, they scored on a drive. Then the defense had their chance. They pitched the three and out. And then the the fumble Fumbalaya came knocking at the door. And life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness came upon the Texans. That's all they needed, right, to know that they were right in the mix. The same thing happened. I want you guys to go all the way back last year against the Denver Broncos. Fast start. We just didn't score. We got cocky and went for it on fourth down. We literally could have been up 6-0 to zero on the Denver Broncos, but we went for it back-to-back. Or, or, yeah, we went for it back-to-back on fourth. And then on that third series, Broncos were like, all right, uh, y'all, y- 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 y'all done messed us up now. Y- y'all, y'all came in with your big britches and everything. Then they started to run the ball, and the rest was history. Literally was a 30-0 run, right? So be careful about this team. I-, I hear people all the time asking, is this team a defensive team or offensive team? It's an inconsistent team right now, <laughs> but but I can tell you that the defense react better when we are up and the offense just need to be able to sustain the leads at times. But that's a whole nother two hour conversation, but let's listen to what he had to say. My, I guess my reply would be uh, the fact that the game was so close. I know they're all NFL teams, but uh, the fact that it was so close before you guys were able to finally pull away. I mean, not a lot of people would think the Texans would be up three at halftime. That's what I was thinking as a slower start. Oh, no doubt. Hey, I, I mean, I, I get it. Just, it's all fair. Um, you know, we, we were both at the game, so. Uh, <laughs> RJ was. was. I, I, I couldn't get a seat from you. You, t- you hogged them all up, 50 people, so I, c- I wasn't there. Oh, it's 40. I mean, let's, speak, let's get the facts right, especially, especially the start of the game. Who's, who's kind? Um, get him, Mike. No, I, I Mike think the big, the big thing is, is, you know, the, the ability to, the, the, you know, to make sure you go with the ebb and flow of the game. And, you know, and, and frankly, I, you know, just coaching against Lovey for so many years, I um, mean, he, he just does an excellent job with, you know, with takeaways and in field position and special teams and so forth. And, you know, if you'd have told me that we had three giveaways and minus, you know, 164 in field position, um, I would have told you we'd have been in a dogfight to win the game. And, and that's really what happened. I, I, I think, yeah. The, you know, and I'm not, tr- you know, I'm not trying to spin it, but, you know, I, I think the, these games are so valuable because the, the fourth quarter is, it's you, you know, you get going into the playoff football, December football, that, that's what these games come down to. So, I mean, the experience of what we went through in the fourth quarter is outstanding. 
but you know it's it's always a good place to be as a coach when you win and you have you, you can walk into the meetings with a big old can of tough love you know you, you always got to have you know yeah some, you know some level of tough love in your you know in, in your pocket but you know to be able to go in there Wednesday and and go through it all I mean I, I think it's a, it's a good spot to be in no doubt, man. Great observation from Coach uh, Mike McCarthy on that, uh, Cowboy Nation. Uh, and, and just to contextualize it, in the last two games, the Cowboys scored 43 points in the fourth quarter. Right? The opposition, I believe, scored zero. So what this says to me is uh, is that this team, collectively speaking, they anchored in in the fourth quarter. Just got to do what they did in the fourth quarters. In the first and the second and the third, right? You just got to anchor in. Uh, yeah, we got hiccups. Yes, we are not where we want to be from a stat sheet, but give me the dub, right? <laughs> give me the dub. You should never apologize for the win, and the Cowboys did just that in the fourth quarter. Maybe it's the power of four, right? I'm very impressed with your journalism uh, your journalism uh, ethics yeah. uh, here that you are. I know you got. I know you got a major in – Business administration. Did Shout you get? The, the did you have a minor in communications, or you just learned this dealing with the media, checking the facts and 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 questions and breaking them down? Because this is impressive. I didn't know that about Mike. Well, I had a minor in economics and. Oh wow, me and Mike the same guy. I, I had my major was my concentration was uh, economics though. My degrees in BA, business administration, concentration econ. So now. Now I can get into the psyche of Mike. You know, we we can start talking about the 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 dynamic theories and stuff like that. Especially, I ain't talking about Pareto efficiency levels, but we can get into that conversation. Now, now for right now, he decided to go into coaching, though. I decided to go into other things and and questions and breaking them down because this is impressive. Well, I had a minor in economics and accounting, um, but my, you know, I had a master's. I have a master's in sports administration. So, oh, he went and got um, his master though. You know, uh, shout out to the people that went back and got their masters. If you got your masters in the chat, let me know. But uh, I start right at the BA thing though. But uh, and still owe some, uh, some student loans over there. Y'all, y'all hook a brother up with some student loan repayment uh, processing stuff. You know, <laughs> let's go. My communication was clearly from on-the-job training, and I, I give both of you such credit for my development. Oh, do you do your own taxes? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Can you do your own taxes? Look, man, everybody got to know they, and understand their lane. And when you start making good money in the kind of caliber of what he's making, shoot, you better go get you a CPA. You better go get you a tax preparer. Not the people that walk no, – no shade at them, but not – not the people at Walmart, you know, and Jackson Hewitt and all of that. You better go get you a certified public accountant. You know, get you a CPA. You fool around. I I, I saw out there uh, a reality show, The Chrisleys. You know, yeah, have y'all heard of them? They locked up and they ain't letting them out. Tax evasion. It don't care when the IRS come knocking at your door. FBI, open up. <laughs> Wait a minute. I just owe taxes. Well, hold on. <laughs> now you owe time, you know. So uh, shout out to all of the people that's in the chat. Shout out to all of the people in the chat that that that, that, that do and prepare taxes, though. Diminishing rates of return. Shout out to you, Jay. Appreciate you. 
uh, statistics. <laughs> Mike McCarthy's in his bag. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Uh, shout out to all of the accountants out there, man. I'll tell you what, you know the one thing about working in the NFL? I mean, you have to fill out taxes for every 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 state that you compete in. So, uh, oh, God, what a nightmare. I, you know, it's not that I would not want to do the taxes. Can you instantly do the tip at the table or you have to use the calculator? Well, for as much as I tip, because I all, I, I've worked tip in the over. service industry. Oh, it's pretty, wow. it's pretty yeah, he worked in the, uh, his father, uh, bar owner or something like that. Business, Mike McCarthy come, uh, you know, uh, business people, man. You know, so, you know, it is what it is. Easy to do it, yeah. Well, very impressive. There he is. Wow. And you're Big a busser. I would say mathematics is one of my strengths. Okay. Big all right. Busser or server? Excuse me? Busser or server, restaurant industry? Uh, I've, I've been a bar back. I've been a bartender. Um, I get- Boy, I know one thing. Me and Mike can have some free drinks, man. You know, I bet you Mike can, Mike can make some drinks, some cocktails, and all that good stuff for the ladies and everything for y'all, man. We got us a well-diverse coach over there. Put your hands together for Mike. Our Mike. McCarthy, baby. Put your hands together for him, man. How can you not like this guy? I guess you can say that was a server. I mean, okay. you know, you work at a small inner city you know, bar, you do everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you serve drinks, you you, you, you got to, you know, change the grease of the deep fryer and, you know, <laughs> and just, just 90% of the food that you've served is deep fried. So. Was there- Shout out to him, man. That was the end of that, man. Just don't put no quaaludes in those things, man. <laughs> Hey, y'all check out, man, that full episode on 105.3 The Fan. I put the uh, link in the uh, chat area there. Shout out to Mike McCarthy. Great interview. Uh, On the front end, they went into some more personal details of, like, Mike McCarthy gave some insights that he was a better basketball player than than what he was out of a baseball and football guy. Uh, he went off to college to be a tight end. Uh, so, but he said he wanted to uh, hoop or what have you. And he said he knew how to windmill, tomahawk, dunk, and everything. I'm just ad living on that. I- I'm just let's get Bayless and y'all on that one. But no, nah, man, he's a good guy, man. And uh, uh, he said he grew up not liking the Philadelphia Eagles and all of that. So that was good. That was an extra point for us. And uh, he he said, but he did grew up liking the uh, 76ers. Uh, growing up uh, basketball team. So that's the good stuff, man, from Iron Mike McCarthy. Check out their link, uh, Cowboy Nation. I got a split. I got a 12 o'clock engagement that I got to be at, and it's going to be a good one, a Christmas party for the little ones, and then we're going to scoot to other areas of this uh, globe. And I really appreciate y'all so much for tuning in for this episode and and uh, get things going in the right directions, Cowboy Nation. Uh, let's continue to grind and shine, Cowboys. Uh, I appreciate y'all so much. But I got to leave y'all with this right here. Keep your minds set together. The battle, the war is in here, is in the mind. And if those Cowboy players understand that, They are unstoppable. I said this before, and I mean it to the bottom of my heart, that the Cowboys, the only team that can beat them are themselves. They got to figure out a way to stand in front of it, face it, look back at the things that they did good at, and minimize the things that they did horrible at. That's from everybody. 
believe it or not. Right? That's one thing a man should always do, mainly to himself be true. Never allow someone to change your point of view unless what they bring makes sense to you. Never judge a man by sight alone, nor by the height he has grown. And when speaking, keep it at a moderate tone, because raised voices turns hearts into stone. You see in the beginning, it was how about them cowboys? Let's go, baby. The morals of life live love and respect for another. Then there are those who will try to be smart. They would take a decent man to rip him apart. Those men, no friends, should be their identity. Because they bend lies around the truth until it meets therein. Cowboy Nation, I really thank y'all so much. Let's stand tall. Let's continue to grind. Presley, have a great time. It's not a good time, but a great one. I appreciate you. It's better to give than receive, and I appreciate you. Thank you. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's go out there and give the opposing team that air. You know what I mean? Come on. Hold it high. Be strong. I always say this, when the prize fighter, even when he's going down, he's continued to swing. He's continued to figuring out things. Let's go. Let's roll those credits. Coach Marv, Maryland. DC for life. I hope you get a chance to see the game. If not, you can always tune in over here for the play-by-play -play from Law Nation Sports. Presley, not Elvis. Appreciate you. Thank y'all so much for your love and adulations. Let's go ahead and run it up. Roll those credits again for your boy. Brock Purdy. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. I know my brother proud. I still got Parsons over Bosa, though. Get me Parsons. I don't want to bump around with Bosa. Get me Parsons. Get me Parsons. Let me see 11 in the chat, y'all. Let me see 11 in the chat if you team Parsons. I don't even know who Bosa number is. Come on. Shout out to your cook. Todd Cook, appreciate you. I want to see 11s all the, down, all the way down. And shout out to my guy. Oh, he's number seven. Oh, 97. Okay. 11 is better than 97. <laughs> Charge it to the game. Yeah. That's how dominant Parsons is over number 97. Come on. Yeah. I'm not feeling it, y'all. Boom. Check out all our sponsors, man, for this episode. Sutton Digital Marketing. That's S-U-T-T-O-N-D-M dot com. Call them, 
508-4169. Run it up over there. Let's go. Come on. Put some flashes on, baby. Until next time, Cowboy Nation. DC for life. Oh, and for more information about Sudden Digital Marketing, check out the link and the information in the description box. Let them know. Law Nation Sports sent you to them. that there are known unknowns, but there's also unknown unknowns, things we don't know that we don't know.